Welcome to the George D. Football Show. This is episode 9. Coming to you live and direct from the Midwest. Um, in this episode, we are going to review the AFC and NFC Championship Games. They were... Um, they did not go as planned. Well, I shouldn't say that. They went... Well, first of all, we're going to break it down one at a, at a time. The first game was Tampa Bay at Green Bay. This game was... Tampa Bay, or Green Bay was a uh, was favorite. And um, as soon as the game, I picked Green Bay to win. So... But I wasn't super confident, obviously, because, you know, Tampa Bay is really good by this time of year. It's not like a big mismatch. The only thing... Like, if they would have been playing in Tampa Bay, I would have picked the Buccaneers. But, anyway. Like, I was just trying to say, that's a really close matchup. Um, So, this game starts, and... Like, Tampa Bay is playing really good. Like, they go right down the field and score a touchdown. Um, Tom Brady hits Mike Evans down the left sideline right there. Um, puts Tampa Bay up. 7-0. Um, Green Bay responds. They go ahead and um, tie the game. Um, they responded really well. And then um, Tampa Bay... Uh, keeps rolling. They go back down, score another touchdown. This one's to Chris Godwin. Makes the score 14 to 7. The um give me a second here. The um the Packers go ahead and uh they kick a field goal. They make the score 14 to 10. And then there's a couple possessions there at the end of the second quarter where Green Bay had the ball and they could go like, um, they were trying to get points, either a field goal to make a 14 to 13 or a touchdown. And, uh, they, they played the first half and the second half really poorly at the end of both halves, Green Bay did. And, um... Okay, so they don't get any points. They have to kick the ball. They have to punt it back to Tampa Bay. The score is 14 to 10 at this point. Um, and Tampa Bay has the ball with very little time left. I want to say less than a minute. Um, Tampa Bay gets to like a fourth and two, like just past midfield with like 20 seconds left. And instead of punting the ball which everyone expected them like they actually had the punt team out there and they were just looking to get to halftime up four um they decide to go for it and they get the first down and then a play or two later uh tom brady hits um scotty miller one-on-one -on -one coverage on the outside single high safety 
Um, Tom Brady makes the perfect read. Scotty Miller just runs right down the sideline and he burns um, King, number 20, for Green Bay. This is like worst case, and this is like disaster strikes for Green Bay because you already had Tampa Bay playing good. And um, they go ahead and get a touchdown right before halftime. Make the score 21 to 10. Now you're down 11. When you just had the ball ready to make it either 14-13 or you wanted to actually take the lead, didn't work out. You actually gave up a touchdown, which is just catastrophic. Um. So yeah, halftime, 21-10. Uh, Tampa Bay's up. Obviously, they're feeling great. That's uh, you couldn't play the the first half any better than that against the number one seed. Um, second half gets going and um, it's 28 to 10. Like Tampa Bay scores, you're looking at an 18 point deficit now. If you're freaking, you're the Packers, you're looking at an 18 point deficit, 28 to 10. All right, like this is this is worst case scenario. Um, Green or Tampa Bay is getting all sorts of pressure on Rodgers. Like you could really tell that Bakhtiari was they were missing him because Jason Pierre-Paul, Vita Vea, and um, Shaquille Barrett they were in Rodgers' face the whole game. Like they were harassing this man. Um, and Rodgers, he just um, he just didn't look like. He just looked older. Like, you could just tell that, like... Like, he could still throw the ball really well, but he couldn't freaking... He had a couple chances to... To make a play with his legs, and he just couldn't anymore. Um. So, yeah. So, so it's 28-10. to 10. You're Green Bay. You're, like... Um, you're getting pressure from Tampa all game. And now you're down 18, but the Packers rally. They put a drive together, and they get in the end zone... Um, 28 to 17. So now you're back. You're back to at the halftime score. You're down 11, and you play. It's still the third quarter, so you're feeling like you're still in it. Um, and Tom Brady starts throwing interceptions in the second half, which is perfect if you're Tampa Bay, like, or if you're Green Bay. This is perfect because you're getting the ball right back. So, um. Green Bay goes down and scores a touchdown. Now it's 28 to 23. And they go for um, the two-point conversion. And they miss. Like, they literally... Rodgers roll to the right. Hits, uh, throws a little, um... Like a little strike into the end zone to... To Lazard... And it hits, um, it hits Lazard in the hands, and he drops it. Like it just, like it, it goes through his hands, hits off his shoulder, and it ends up out of bounds somewhere. So now you're still down a touchdown. Okay, this play is huge, cause Tampa Bay ends up getting a field goal. So now you're Green Bay. You're down 31-23. So now you know you have to score a touchdown and a two-point conversion. So we fast forward to Green Bay's last drive of the game. 
Um, they drive down the field, get it to first and goal. They fail. They don't get any 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 yards, nothing. Uh, second and goal, same story. They don't do anything. Um, third and goal, like if it's so late in the game at this point that you figure they're gonna go for it on fourth down, because they have all three of their timeouts and the two-minute warning. So even if you miss on third and fourth down, you would have Tampa Bay pinned inside their own 10 and you would have the clock at your favor still like you still have your timeouts you still have the two minute stoppage and Tampa Bay is pinned deep which it means they're gonna be less likely to try to throw out of there but anyway we'll go back okay so now it's third third and goal and um and Green Bay can't get in the end zone. They can't even gain a yard. Like, so now it's fourth down, and um, the announcers calling the game on Fox, um, Troy Aikman, they're kind of surprised. They're like, well, the field goal team's coming out. Um, I think the whole football world, I mean, some people agreed with it. They kind of made sense to them a little bit, but I think the vast majority of people were like, this is a stupid decision. Because... You kick the field goal, you're still down a touchdown, right? All right, so they kick the field goal, they make it. 31 to 26. Um, With like two minutes and eight seconds left. So you kick off. And Tampa Bay gets the ball. And by the time they down it, it's two minutes and two seconds left. You have all your timeouts. So you're still all right, like... But then, first play, um, Tampa Bay throws it because they're further out. They're like at the 20-something. So they can they actually feel a little bit better about throwing it. Like, they're not pinned deep inside their own 10. So they throw a little pass to, to Evans, and he gains like 9 yards. So now it's freaking 2nd and 1, and you're at the 2-minute warning. So you lost a 2-minute warning. There goes that stoppage. They come back from commercial and Green Bay jumps off sides to give them the first down. So they don't have to burn. The, it's like a little clock strategy there. And Tampa Bay could have declined the penalty, but they didn't. It's probably like, it's not something you see every game. It's like, it's like some in-depth coaching there. Like, I didn't even think about that. And I like to think that I'm like pretty knowledgeable about clock management. But anyway, Green Bay jumps off sides, gives them the first down. Green Bay still has all three timeouts. They run through the motions first, second. They get to third down. And um, Green Bay still has one timeout. Tampa Bay throws the ball. Because they're out further. They're not pinned deep like if you would have gotten. But anyway. They get the penalty there. On holding. Automatic first down. Game over. Tampa Bay wins the game and they go to the Super Bowl um so at the end of the first half Green Bay gives up a long touchdown and at the end of the second half at the end of the game they don't go for the touchdown 
they want to play they 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 outsmarted themselves they should have just gone for it on fourth and if you don't get it you have tampa bay pinned deep and you still have the clock you still have four stoppages you have your three timeouts and the two minute warning and if tampa bay throws it from pin back there it's going to be something quick because they're not going to want to get a holding or a penalty like disaster can strike if you're ta- like you're just going to run it and punt it and rely on your defense so green bay screwed up majorly i mean it was going to be difficult for them because they still had to score the touchdown and get the two points just to tie the game but kicking that field that was i mean i'm not an nfl coach i'm not i don't have the mind or the but if i was on the sideline i would have gone for it because i have aaron Rodgers, i have Devontae adams i have aaron jones got hurt he wasn't on the field but still like that was a good thing that he got hurt because he fumbled twice um one time the tight end for green bay was able to recover it so it didn't hurt green bay but the second time it was it was to open the second half um freaking uh aaron uh aaron Rodgers hits jones on a little crossing route jones gets drilled and the ball just flies out of there tampa bay recovers they go in make the game 28 to 10 so aaron jones was he was going into that game if you're green bay you're expecting him to be one of your main guys to to help you win and he was anything but he was like he actually hurt the team yesterday so green bay had that to deal with on top of a really good tampa team so anyway yeah the buccaneers went in there and they won that was their third road victory in the playoffs they had beat washington they had beat the saints and they beat the packers all on the road and they were in control all three of those games like they weren't dominant like i don't they didn't blow washington out but they kind of had them like like they were just they had them at, at jab distance you know they were had they had them like right there where they they kind of they could control it i don't know if that makes sense to you guys but and then the Saints game, they and they they won the second half pretty convincingly. Like the Saints had the lead in the second half there, but once uh, Tampa, yeah, once Tampa Bay caught the Saints at twenty, it was it was Tampa Bay's game. Like they they were they just they just won that game easily. Um, and against Green Bay, they had that 28 to 10 lead. Like they were just boo boo. So yeah, my dog's going nuts. Um, come here. So um, so yeah, so so Tampa Bay is your Super Bowl team from the NFC. In the AFC game, um. Buffalo goes into Kansas City. Kansas City got word that Mahomes was going to play, so the whole football world was kind of happy because you get to watch Mahomes play. It's like 
it's something special. Be I mean, he he's got haters now, which means which is which is a good thing because it means you're you are doing it. You're doing your thing. You people don't hate against people that are like like you're not gonna have haters of like um, Fitzpatrick or uh, Trubisky or freaking. Um, just average quarterbacks. I mean, if you have haters, that means you're you're making people upset, and they're they're they don't like to see you succeed. So, a lot of people don't like Mahomes. I I like him. I think he's I think he's a special player. Like he's really really good. Um, just the throws that he made. Like he's not a spectacular athlete. Like he doesn't look like the biggest, most shredded, most cut up guy. But he just like he has that factor like he has that that freaking that it factor but anyway uh Kansas City was a 3 point favorite at home which is that was a small point spread honestly like but people know the game better than I do and um that's the point spread that was out there so the game starts um Buffalo takes a 3 nothing lead they kick the field goal there to start the game Good start for Buffalo. Um, then they get Kansas City. They they stop the the Chiefs. Then the Chiefs stop them. Then the Chiefs punt the ball. And McCall Hardman is inside his own ten. Might have been inside his own five. He muffs the punt like this man. He, like, this is a catastrophic error. Like, this, you cannot do this in the Super Bowl. You will lose. Um, he muffs the punt, okay? There's, this is, we went into these games talking about special teams and how you have to be perfect in all three phases. And even then, you can still get beat because of the caliber of, of your opponent. So this man decides he wants to fumble the ball. Buffalo jumps on it inside the two-yard line. They punch it in. They make the score nine nothing, and they miss the extra. I mean, you miss the, you miss an extra point. Okay, you have to make your extra point. These are like free throws, okay? These like you cannot miss extra points. I would just I would just go for two if I was a coach. I don't even care. I would be like, you know what? Kickers. Only if it's only if I'm running out of time on the clock will I use a kicker. Or if I'm like fourth and like twenty something. Otherwise, I'll take my chances throwing 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 the ball and hopefully maybe getting a penalty or getting a defensive players to miscommunicate. Because kickers, I mean, they just, they're not. Boo. Um, anyway, kickers, garbage, right? Like, so this guy misses the extra point. Um, then you get. Um, then it was pretty much all Kansas City. Like, the Chiefs just started rolling. Which is what you expect because that's... 
like they they're at the point where they're so good. They're like an NBA team that they're just cruising to get to the playoffs and just that's that's showtime, you know what I mean? That's like the curtain rolls up and you're ready to freaking go. Um So yeah, the Chiefs start rolling. Uh they couldn't guard Kelsey. Kelsey had like he had a lot of receptions in the first half. I want to say like eight or nine or something. Um, they couldn't guard Hill. Um, Mahomes, they couldn't. They could get pressure when they did. He was able to buy just enough time to hit one of these guys down the field. Um, the Chiefs get the score to twenty-one to to nine. So they reel off 21 straight and Buffalo decides they have the ball and they're driving. Like Buffalo's putting together a drive at the end of the first half there. Um, they get the ball inside the red zone and they decide they're going to kick the field goal before halftime, which is, it's not what you want to do, man. Like, but it makes more sense at that point of the game. It's not as bad as the Green Bay decision. But when you got the Chiefs and they're rolling and you have the ball that close, you kind of want to score a touchdown. But they kicked the the clock was kind of an issue too, so they kicked the three there. It's twenty-one to twelve at the half, and um, so that's it was all Chiefs after that first little um, after the Bills jumped on them. It was all Kansas City. Second half gets going, um, and the Chiefs just they they just controlled the game. Like honestly, like um, it was it was all Kansas City. It was like 38, 38-17. 38-17, That doesn't make any sense. They had twelve. Anyway, the final score was 38 to 24. Um Yeah, the freaking I don't know. I go to YouTube and search the highlights for the game and you will know exactly possession by possession what happened. But anyway, Kansas City dominated that game, and they were in control, and it got really chippy, really nasty at the end of the game. There was players hitting each other late and um it was just like buffalo was playing for their life and or for their football life and um and they did they did not want to lose they were doing everything they were going to the echo of the whistle so they lost kansas city beat them 38 24 they easily covered the three-point spread there and um Yeah, like, Mahomes played awesome. There was questions about his turf toe, about his concussion. He was... Like, if you didn't know about the injuries beforehand, you wouldn't even suspect that he was banged up. Like, he just looked really good. Some people were like, oh, you could tell he wasn't 100% there, but that's, like, a scary thought for Buffalo because Buffalo, they got that late touchdown. Then they got... uh kicked the field goal um 
They kicked the field goal to make it 38-24. And um, they couldn't recover the onside kick after that. Um, you know how that that song and dance at the end of the game where they have to use their timeouts. Force a punt and then the team has to try to run out the clock. Blah, blah, blah. We all seen it happen. Um, so yeah, those are the... the, the the, the the reviews of the games. Travis Kelsey had 13 receptions for Kansas City. Tyreek Hill had like 10 or 11. Might have been like 8, but it just seemed like more. Like Buffalo, they could not cover these guys. Um, uh, And the Bills, they... I mean, they did what they could, but they were just... Um, they're not as good as Kansas City. Like they, they're a good team. Like Buffalo is really good, but they're not. Like Kansas City is just, they're just better than everybody in the a- AFC, pretty much. Like, because Buffalo was like the second best team all year. Like some people even they, they were playing so good in the regular season. People were like, oh, this might be their year to go to the Super Bowl, but. Like if you know Kansas City, like you knew they were they were just lying in wait. They were just they were just playing it out in the regular season, doing it all they needed to. You know, they won just enough games to get that one seed and then they dispatched Cleveland. They could have blown Cleveland out, but you know, circumstances and a play here and a play there goes away and Cleveland was in that game. And then they blew out Buffalo. They they beat Buffalo by more, and Buffalo was a higher seed than Cleveland. So that's because Mahomes played the whole game against Buffalo. Um. So yeah, a real quick look ahead to the Super Bowl. It's gonna be in Tampa. We don't have a weather prognostication yet, but Kansas City has opened as a three and a half point favorite. The over under is set at fifty seven and a half. Um, you have Tom Brady against Patrick Mahomes. To me, this is a mismatch at the quarterback. As good as Brady is, I'm not going to sit here and bash this man because his accomplishments speak for themselves. He is, he's going to, he is, he gets the most votes as the greatest quarterback of all time. And for good reason. But to me, the Chiefs have a, have a decided edge at quarterback. Like, it's not even... Like, like I said, I don't want to disrespect Brady, but it, it's all Kansas City at the quarterback spot. Um, And at the receivers, like, it's a little bit closer because Tampa Bay brings a really good um, supporting cast. They have Evans, Godwin. They're probably going to have Antonio Brown by then. They have Scotty Miller who caught that huge touchdown. Obviously, you can't leave that guy open, not even for one play, because Brady will nail him. Um, and then they have those tight ends, Bray and Gronk. They have two solid running backs. Their offensive line was playing really good. So Tampa Bay, I mean, and their defense played awesome against Green Bay. And... um. And then Kansas City obviously rolls in with that high-powered offense. Like they're, and then they got some. They got, they got some solid players on the defensive end. They have um, their secondary's decent. 
They have Sneed, Breland, Tyron Matthew. Um, they have Jones there at the on the defensive line, causing all kinds of problems for offensive linemen. So it's a really good matchup. It's going to determine who the champion is. Um, to me, I see. I just don't see how you beat Kansas City. Like you have to. If Tampa Bay can shut down Kansas City's offense, which I don't see happening, Tampa Bay will win the game. But that is a tall task, man. Like, cause Kansas City might get Sammy Watkins back. He hasn't played in either of their playoff games against Cleveland or um, Buffalo. So, Kansas City might get him back. Um, it's, just, it's just a really good game. And, uh, yeah, Tampa Bay is the first ever team to play the Super Bowl in their home stadium. Which is, you know, I, I don't know what that is. Because I don't think they... I think the, the way they distribute the tickets is like... Um, it's like all corporate. Um, normally, this is like a COVID year. So, I think the NFL is giving like a bunch of tickets to first responders and stuff. Which is really cool. Like people that are um, vaccinated and stuff like that. So, they're going to try to fit as many people into the stadium because they want it to look good on TV. Like, you don't want a, the Super Bowl, like, empty stadium. But, um, oh, I seen a little side note. I saw that a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan paid, like, $75,000 for, like, two or three um, tickets to the game. Like, like just a, an absurd amount of money. But... If it's your team and you have the money to spend, like, who am I to tell them what to do with their money, you know? Like, but yeah, like, it's it, it's going to be a great game. I'm leaning Kansas City because cause of Mahomes, basically, and because of... I think Tyreek Hill is one of the most underrated players, wide receivers in the NFL, and he is consensus one of the best receivers like he is one of the best receivers in any conversation but I still think he's underrated I don't think people realize how good this this dude is like he if you've never played the fo- uh, the game of football you do not understand how difficult these smaller really fast I'm talking elite speed wide receivers are to guard like the bigger guys are they're big and they're fast but you can see them like you know where they're at like he's right there put your best corner on him we're gonna try like Tyreek Hill he's kind of like in a similar body type as Watkins and as McCole Hardman and the Chiefs move him around and if you lose sight of him and they do a quick snap, he can just run right by you. Or he can take the handoff and he can just be on the other side of the line of scrimmage. He and the, he's, 
every time I see these who's the best wide receiver in the NFL opinions or debates or what have you, I almost never, ever hear Tyreek Hill. And I'm always the one to jump in and throw his name in there because of the stuff I'm talking about. Like, he is... He's unguardable. Like, you cannot guard this man. Like, I don't... You can't guard him. Like, he... Like, if the Chiefs really wanted to throw him the ball every every snap, he could have 30 catches a game. Like, like there is no doubt about it. Because he, you can't guard him. He's just that fast. But anyway, um, that's going to be a guy Tampa Bay has to guard. And Kelsey, obviously, nobody's been able to guard Kelsey all year. He's had one of the best seasons for a tight end in NFL history. And then you have Andy Reid there uh, looking to to win another Super Bowl, which would put him up with some of the greatest coaches of all time, um, especially if he could beat Brady for a Super Bowl. Um, so, yeah, it's like there's a lot of storylines going into the game. I mean, mo- um, oh, uh, somebody lost a, a very important play. Oh, yeah, the Chiefs lost. Their, t- their tackle Fisher to an Achilles tear. That's going to hurt them going up against them pass rushers. So, a lot of stuff to get into. We're going to do that when we do a full preview of the Super Bowl. But for now, that's um, that's this episode. Um, like, subscribe, share, comment, um do all that stuff and uh keep your eyes eyes open and your ears open for the Super Bowl preview which is like two full weeks out but we'll probably do some NBA stuff in between but we'll definitely get a Super Bowl preview we'll, we might even do like a a team by team preview like we'll, we'll we'll preview the Chiefs and then we'll do the Buccaneers um, I hate the Chiefs because I'm kind of like, I don't hate them, but I hate how much I like watching them. Like, I hate that I root for them to win because I feel like, like, I want them to win. Like, I don't, like, I'm not a fan, but, like, you can't help but to, to they're fun to watch. Like, they are, and then, like, I don't know, they just... They're really, they're a really good football team to watch. Like you, like how are you gonna guard these guys? Like what are you gonna do to um to slow them down? It must have been like how the Rams were back in the day with um with Marshall Falk and Bruce and Tory Holt. But back then, I didn't, I didn't understand the X's and O's quite. Like I didn't understand all the. Like, it was just a game that was going to be on, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Now I get into, like, all the intricacies of the game, so I understand it a lot more in-depth. So it makes it that much more crazy to analyze and be like, whoa, like, what is, who are they going to put on this guy? And you, and you like, you know defensive schemes and how they're going to try to to stop the Chiefs, so... But like I said, Tampa Bay are no slouches either, man. They 
they're in the Super Bowl for a reason. Um, so yeah, we'll do a preview of that. Thanks for listening and take it easy.